0: Previously on the Social Proof Podcast.
1: If we go back to nature, right? Women naturally were created to be natural nurturers by giving birth to the child. Like naturally birthing and having the empathy built in for the child. That's natural. We were naturally, and if I go back to a book of faith as men born to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion or be dominant, right? To go hunt so that she can take care of the children. Naturally, I'm not saying that you're not, you're supposed to, sure. all right? Yeah. Naturally. I don't like that. Yeah. Look I'm, at no, me. I'm no, just saying. I'm not talking to all y'all. So naturally, you're born and gifted with the empathy. And I agree with what you said. So now I think as we're born and gifted with these different natural tendencies, there is a growth process and a maturity process. So what you said, it is that man that's around that woman that is motherly like to him that helps him mature into his what I call stage five manhood, meaning he is love and attention, regardless of what he's receiving. Whereas as a natural woman, because you're naturally empathetic and love your child that you birth, you know how to transfer that onto the man. Mm, yes. That's good. Yes uh,
2: sir. Three points. I'm Give us three.
1: Give us <laughs> <a> three. There's. <laughs> I love your perspective.
0: Yeah, I'm listening to everybody, and I think I align probably a little bit more with Coach Kelly. And this is what I mean by that. Um, so I'm not quite sure in terms of where I land if I would say one gender is more emotional. than than the other. I think the issue is not like the amount of emotion. Mm -hmm. It is the capacity and the methodology through which the the capacity for it and the methodology to express it. So I think somebody just said, hey, when men act, I think uh, Donnie said, when men act, they act. What I've found is sometimes men act by not acting. Mm -hmm. So shutting down is an emotional response. Silent treatment is an emotional response. You talking to my wife? <laughs> Did she call you? <laughs> nah, my man. So you know, I feel like uh, the assumption is if the emotion is is comes is expressed outward, then that's an expression. Yeah. But if but if a person goes inward, that's not an emotional expression. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying going outward is an expression of emotion and going inward is an expression of emotion. Mm-hmm. And men go Inward, one, like even that first quadrant of emotional intelligence, self-awareness, they go inward because it takes them a minute, it takes us them. It takes us a minute to even figure out what it is. I gotta name it before I can talk to you about it.
1: Can I give a real life, transparent example? So we were in Italy and uh, we were out at dinner and my wife pissed me off, right? She, she said something real slick. It got me upset. Let's just keep it real, right? And um, so I got quiet. I went inward, right? I ain't want to mess up everybody's time. So I got quiet. Somebody at the table said, well, you in that zone? I said, no, I'm pissed off, right? So we get back to the villa and um, I'm downstairs in our room and I just go in my cave and I'm getting quiet, dealing with it internally, trying to strategically figure out how I'm going to handle this, right? So she came downstairs and um, she was like, you're in that why zone. I grown? Yeah, <laughs> I heard. Mm. Yeah, she came downstairs. But this is where we talk about maturity <laughs> and stage five. So watch. She said, "What you know? What's wrong with you?" I said, "I'm pissed." And she said, "Why?" And I told her why. And then she was like, "Well, I'm pissed." And I'm like, "Why?" And she said, "I don't. I don't think you, you give me enough intimacy." Ooh. Now she done shifted the whole hookup. And I'm like, "Well, what do you mean intimacy?" And she said. Well, I don't feel like you. And I said, I don't understand uh, intimacy. You can tell me, but I need you to teach me. I need you to show me. I said, remember when we first got together? You used to grab my hand in the mall and I'd pull it away. And then you grab it back. And I had to learn what it looked like. I used to rub your behind and then you would, and you would, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I'm saying, I want to be intimate. I want to show emotions. But there are times when I need you to share with me and show me how to, really, how to really do that. So when I go inward, now I'm comfortable, I can come out and you can really show me how to do it.
3: So question, question. Uh, one, that going inward, you said, I didn't want to ruin everybody else's time. So I went inward, I got, I got silent. That is ruining everybody else's time, just heads up. Uh, <laughs> it is definitely ruining the time, okay? But secondly, uh, how long have you been married? 11. 11 years.
1: Second go around. Okay. I got a total of 30 in the game.
3: My question becomes, you said, I want to be inward and I want to express that way, but you, you have to show me. It's been 11 years. At what point do we get it?
1: Yeah. No, no, no. I agree.
3: No, 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 no. That's a real, real, God no, knows it's a real question. Truth
1: be told. Now, watch this. <laughs> I understand. Here's the good thing. Here's the thing with it. As a man my priority and my focus naturally is to go what? Go hunt and generate revenue, right? Um, Now, naturally, that's where my mindset always goes initially. But now when, when you keep at the forefront, intimacy, 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 now it's being programmed along with the hunt. In between the kill, let me be a little intimate. In between the smash and grab, let me be a little intimate. So I have to continuously be taught. Now, watch this. Then I told her, I said, you can't just show me one time like you did back in the day. I need you to teach me just like we teach and train each other how we like other things. It's got to be a consistent training. It may not be as intense, but it needs to be consistent. Hmm.
3: I have a um, because I think about it, is it maturity or is it, you know, we 40 something, 40 something, you know, I know. Um, Last year I was I was dating a guy and then he said something like I don't want to add you to my list of things to do. Dang. Right? Something something like that. Huh. And so I went in. So I said, "Okay," and I hung up. And so I started to think about it. Nobody can create that much deep suffering for me unless there is something from my childhood that's unresolved. So I had to start thinking what happened and what am I now connecting this pain to? It's not him. And that's what we do as women is like, and I'm not saying all women. I would say some people just generalize it is that we take offense to something that somebody said, he can't create create that much deep suffering for me. So I was sitting with it. He blowing my phone up. Cause he know he messed up. Like he's blowing my phone up and I'm like, dude, just chill because I need to figure out what did he tap. And as a kid, in some instances, my family always felt like they were tolerating me. That's what he touched. That's what I needed to work on, not get mad at him for what he touched. That wound is like, okay, this is something that I now need to address. And so when I answered the phone, he was like, oh, oh, what did I do? I said, no, we're good because I found out what the real problem was. But now, will you agree not to weaponize my trigger? against me because you now know what the trigger is for me and what my responsibility is if you say something like that again I don't need to react from that old mind I need to keep at the forefront that may be something that triggers me
2: dang that's good I gotta I I wanna know too and uh I think
4: By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com socialproof social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof.
2: I don't know. Was that you, Darius? So we said we got to put a name on the emotion. So this was maybe a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago and i was trying to understand this emotion that i was going through because i had never experienced it before and i didn't know if it was depression because i've never felt i never felt like this before where i'm walking through my day and walking through life and it's almost like a haze and i don't know i don't know how to feel the stuff that would normally make me laugh and happy it's a slight smirk and then it's it's over and it's just and it it stuck with me and i'm i'm getting through it i'm i'm feeling better now but i the big, the hardest part was naming what it is. So I, think I I asked my wife, then I asked Donnie, like, "Yo, is this depression? What do, what do we call? What do we call this?" And they said, "Well, it's grieving." Then I start looking up grieving, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to define how I feel, but it's a, it's a challenge for me. So I, I need help if somebody can help me, start to identify, I don't know the names or how to express what I feel because sometimes I feel something. And I'll just keep going and eventually it'll go away, like a headache, like I got a headache. You don't spend too much time on the headache, trying to figure out the headache. You just go through until you don't feel the headache anymore. But in this scenario, I'm like, maybe I've been doing that with all of my emotions. Because if I can't find the name of it, I just hope that it goes away. And maybe there's a
1: suppression. Do we need to know the name of it? Do we need to? I don't know. That's my question. Because what I'm thinking is, A lot of times we we try to figure things out when we should be feeling it out and in figuring it out. Sometimes logic in that season of you trying to figure it out. It ain't it ain't time for you to figure it out. So understanding. And I like that. Are we suppressing? Sometimes you just got to feel it through and allow yourself to go through with it without allowing yourself to suppress it. So that when it shows its ugly head again, even if a name isn't attached to it, there's a feeling attached to it. Like I know what it feels like. How can I move through it?
2: Yeah, I I was working with uh with Zeus and I'm gonna get back in the gym, I promise, bro. But, but <laughs> the cool thing is, yo, first off, and I don't even know if you if you're still like accepting clients, but it was just the dopest experience because most trainers that tell you what to do, do 20 of those, 30 of those, but he's like talking to me the whole time and like it almost felt like therapy, which I really, really appreciate it and um you're kind of you're kind of helping me work through those emotions so how how would you say that i can start out well first off should i be trying to define what this thing is or um do i just i don't know how to feel it like you just feel through it i I don't that it doesn't it doesn't connect with me i don't know so what would be your advice on that
5: now you definitely want to Ultimately, identify because that's a part of you know what we're talking about today, emotional intelligence. You have to understand what makes you tick, and we we talked about that. We talked about you know going into your psychological emotional house and going from room to room to room. You know we all have those houses, those, those rooms in our house, or, or the attic, or that part of the basement we hadn't been to, we hadn't seen in months or years. We don't know what's in the boxes. We don't know what's in that closet, right? And so when your mind is like that, when you have those spaces that you haven't visited, you don't know what's in that room. Sometimes you don't even have the key to the door to get in the room. So you have to work with somebody to to create that key, to open that door, to go in that room, to see what's in there so you can understand yourself. Because there could be something in that room that's wreaking havoc on your life. You don't even know it's in the room, but it's you're... You're impacted by it. Just because you can't remember it, just because you don't know what it is, doesn't mean you're not going to be impacted by it. Doesn't mean your actions are not going to be guided by this thing, this hidden thing, this unseen thing. So you have to go in those rooms, go in those dark spaces, and make sure you put that work in to make sure you know where everything is in the house. I know what's in that room. I know what's in the attic. I know what's in every corner of the attic. Because it could be some trauma. It could be sexual abuse. It could be physical abuse, you know? It could be a death. It could be all manner of things, but it's your responsibility to put that work in to go to those rooms and those spaces and explore. So, yes, you definitely do need to figure out what it is, articulate it, put a name to it, right? And figure out where it comes from.
2: What's yes, the it It's kind of like, I a perspective on it. Um Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of... Uh, it it kind of just made sense because what you said the guy said something to you Mm -hmm. and it triggered you Mm -hmm. and somehow you were able to go back into that room and say oh i never felt like a priority Mm -hmm. amongst my family right Mm -hmm. but how did you how did you connect what happened to the feeling to what happened in the past
3: i think i think it's two parts right to to what you're talking about because you have you have deep suffering that can occur based on what somebody said to you but if you're walking around kind of lost I think a challenge that for where you are right now is that you've reached the stage of spiritual development that you haven't experienced yet so your ceiling became your new floor and now you're like because you have it all right I mean you know by standards like you have the family now. You have the kids. You had a very successful year this year with your podcast. Now it's like, what makes me happy now? Does that make sense? So if you're always in the hunt, you're always in the chase. Is now like, what do I do now? So how do you feel good now at this stage of development in, the, in this physical realm? Spiritually, it's like, so now it's exploring. What am I going to like now? Because your tastes have changed. Yeah,
2: but I, I want to be able to... Y'all ever have something happen to you and you feel a way and someone triggers you, but, you know, they triggered you. You don't like what ha- what was said. or You yeah. don't like what's happening. But I thought it was amazing that you could connect it to childhood. Yeah. And how, oh, okay. how, how do we do that?
0: To listen to or watch this full episode, be sure to check out the Social Proof podcast on your favorite listening platform or on YouTube.
2: Finally, you asked for it. What if I told you for one dollar, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week from all across the country. You'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week. And I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you? Great, it's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want, all right? TheMorningMeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning.